Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now, good morning, the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So it's not often that... I dream, and it's even more rare that I'm going to come in here and tell you about a dream that I have. But what is unusual last night is the dream that I have. It's What's unusual is the way that I woke up. Okay. I woke up with a feeling. Like it was real. Like it was real, and I am legitimately angry at my wife. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. When you wake up ticked at your significant other because of a dream, it's not real. It's not real. She didn't do anything. But what was the dream? But she did in the dream, and I'm angry at her. So I was <laughs> I was playing in this softball game, which is, again, unusual because I haven't played softball in over a decade. But I'm up at the field, and I realize as we're getting ready for the game, I don't have my cleats. Okay. I don't have my uniform that I'm supposed to wear. I don't have my baseball gloves. I forgot I don't, everything. I don't have anything. So I text my wife, who I know is coming to the game. So I text her and I say, hey, I forgot everything. Can you just grab my bag on the way out and bring it up here? And we're getting closer to the game and she's not there and the game's about to start and I am not ready. And she finally arrives at the ball field and I run over there and I'm like, did you bring my stuff? She's like, no, I didn't bring your stuff. (laughs) I'm like, why did you bring it? She's like, and, and we're having this conversation And she's explaining to me, like, I'm sick of you forgetting your stuff all the time. You're going to learn a lesson today. I'm not going to be the one to bail you out every single time and and be your DoorDash driver of things that you (laughs) forgot. And I'm, like, incredulous. I'm like, how could you not bring it? I understand if you weren't going to be coming up here, but you are coming up here anyway. Why wouldn't you just grab this stuff and bring it with you? And this is the this is a dream. It's a dream. And I woke up like angry at her. Did you send her a text yet? No, I haven't done I haven't done that. But then, you know, the dream continues and it just gets all crazy. Like I tried to go home myself and then at some point I get out of the car and I start jogging and then I'm in Atlanta at some Atlanta. point. Atlanta. Yeah, I I don't know. The the dream goes sideways after that, but I mean, yeah, there, it's I don't think I've had that feeling. 
Like yeah. you, when I wake up, I know it's a dream. But then when you wake up and you're angry at someone right. for no reason. You know what this is stemming from? What is that? It's stemming from the story you told yesterday about you taking your son to his basketball game and you thinking that you forgot to pack his shorts. Mm-hmm. That's living yeah. in your brain. It's seeping into the pores of your brain and it's coming out in this dream. Possibly. It, it could be. Like we... I should go find a dream analyst. That's what I should do. <laughs> Analyze his dream. And take a couple deep breaths and don't be mad at your wife for no reason yeah. today. I hope I don't take it out on her later today. <laughs> In Cleveland. Q104. 90s. 2000s. And now. The Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. Let's get into a Hollywood dirt sheet with Morgan right here. The Golden Globe nominees were announced yesterday in the movie category Barbie and Oppenheimer. Obviously, box office competitors that ended up contributing to each other's success led this year's movie nominations. Oppenheimer has eight. Barbie has nine. In TV news, the final season of HBO's hit Succession led all nominees with nine nods for its fourth chapter. Uh, the 81st annual show will air on CBS and stream on Paramount Plus and CBS on January 7th. Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer is now her longest leading radio songs chart number one. So this song is her biggest number one on Billboard's radio songs chart, holding the top spot for seven weeks total so far. The song originally appeared on her 2019 album Lover and reached number one on the radio songs chart on October 7th. Uh, The renewed interest in Cruel Summer came after Swift performed it on her Eras tour. It did not get as much love in 2019 as it's getting in 2023. Um, Her second longest run was um, Blank Space, and that was six weeks. That's very interesting to me. I would love to find out more about that. Like, why... Why was that song not a bigger hit when it came out? You know, I, yeah, and- especially when Lover came out, Cruel Summer was my favorite. It, it's the first song off the album. It's a banger. I was like, why isn't this a bigger hit? It just took some time, I guess. Maybe she was focusing too much on releasing other singles from that album. Like me, her, and Brendan Yuri, which... Sucked. I hated that song. Do you remember? I do remember I that song. Promise that you'll never find another like me. You chose I, that over Cruel Summer? But I don't know if it's Taylor choosing the singles. I think it's the record label. I think she has a lot of control. I'm not Taylor so sh- Swift, she has control. I'm not so sure if maybe Taylor didn't have the control at that time. Maybe. Like maybe now... And especially, all this has to do with her breaking away from a record label a few years ago. I would love to know more about this. Yeah, maybe we'll do a deep dive someday. Um, Saw 11 release date has been announced. In a surprise announcement yesterday, Lionsgate Films revealed that Saw 11 is going to come out on September 27th of 2024. That's just two days shy of a year since Saw 10 hit theaters, a film that saw the franchise continue to be profitable, making $107 million globally on a $13 million budget. Uh, no other details for the upcoming film were available, including casting. They have 11 Saw films? That's what I took away from this story. 11? And I've never seen one. I saw, like, bits and pieces of the very first one. No pun intended. But I'm a baby when it comes to scary movies, so I could never. But I'm like, who is watching 11 Saw movies? 
I like my scary movies. I like more of the psychological thriller. Right, right. And I, my vibe on Saw, and if anybody is a huge fan of the Saw series and wants to correct me, to me, it just, it's just a lot of gore. Right. Just for shock value. Yeah, not my style. Yeah, not my thing either. Anything else you need Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Morgan and I apparently need to get on the same page about something. Yeah, we do. That's coming up next. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. Good morning. So do we have some Christmas business to discuss? Yes. We d- we have to come up with the official answer to this Christmas question today, okay. in my okay. opinion. All right. What is it? Are we getting each other Christmas gifts or not? Because how many times do you say no gifts, no gifts, no gifts, and then you show up somewhere and they still give you a gift? And you don't get the other person a gift. And I fear that's what's going to happen this year. And judging by the little smirk on your face right now, I feel like you already got me something for Christmas. I thought we already discussed we're not getting each other gifts. We did discuss that we're not getting each other gifts. But you're afraid that I got you a gift anyway. Yeah. And I'm going to bring something in and you're not going to have anything. Yes. And then I'll be the bleep hole. The Christmas bleep hole. I don't know if I want to confirm You're or deny. You're not answering the question. <laughs> See, I know you. I can read you now. I didn't get you a gift. Okay. Do you want to do gifts? If you don't want to do gifts, I don't. we don't have to do gifts. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't want to do gifts because I'm not a Scrooge. I mean, I love... I actually do love Christmas shopping. I love wrapping gifts. I love having gifts under the tree. I just also feel like... The exchange is always the same, right? Like, like it's always, you'll get me a Starbucks gift card and Mm -hmm. I'll get you a 12 pack of Christmas ale. So it's like, so you're like, what's the point? Right. Cause I know you have kids. I know you have a wife. I know you have a lot of other people that are probably causing you Christmas stress. And I don't want to add to the Christmas stress. Like, you don't need to be worried about getting me something. That's really mm-hmm. how I feel. It's not about, I don't want to spend the money because I would get you something, 25 to $50. I don't care. But it's, it's the mental thing that I don't want you to worry about me. Do you okay. get what I'm saying? No, yeah. I mean, you've rationalized this pretty well. I can tell that, that you're just not into it. Like you, it's not, it's not even about you though. It's about me. Like <laughs> I don't want you to worry about me. That is not why. It is. I swear. I don't need anything. It's like I don't need a $25 Starbucks gift card. I can buy myself Starbucks. You know, like yeah. no, I would I rather you spend your money on your kids or your wife. My wife and I have the same logic when it comes to to getting gifts for each other. We do not exchange gifts with each other okay. because it's usually a waste of money. Because it, it's a waste of money because I'll buy her something that she doesn't like, and <laughs> she has the same the same attitude. She's like, "I'll just go get it myself. Let's right. just spend money on other things, on experiences, and we'll spend it on the kids." Right. So if that's how I have things in my real life. Uh, with my with my actual wife, I'm fine with having the same policy here at work with my work wife. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you can draw that comparison because by now that's what it is. It's almost been two years that we've been in this 
working relationship. So yeah, I just. But I, I feel like we've already had this conversation. Like, I know, but I don't still believe about you it. when you say <laughs> I'm not getting you something. I don't believe you. Believe me. Okay. If I'm, you come in here the day before we leave for Christmas and you give me a present, I'm not opening it. I'm not going to do that. I will refuse to open it. I'm not going to pull the rug out from under you. Okay. So it's done. It's settled. It's settled. Okay. No gifts. <laughs> okay. I feel like a Scrooge, but... Like I said, I'm really looking out for you, is what I'm doing. Ah, you're hilarious. I swear, it's how I really feel. You're going to live in fear <laughs> until the last show of the year. I really am. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, it's the Q Morning Show. So great to have you here. We have a Cleveland confessional on the way in less than 20 minutes. Morgan and I were talking about Cruel Summer from Taylor Swift about 20 minutes ago. And why is that? Because Cruel Summer is, is what now It's her for longest number one. Her longest radio number one at seven weeks. And it's a song that almost fell through the cracks. And I was just wondering why. And, it, and I think there's been some reporting on this. And I, 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 I feel like I'm back in college. You I did, did some, the research. I did some last minute cramming here just in 20 minutes. It's like the test was coming up in 20 minutes and I got to do some last minute studying. Because this song came out in 2019, but it was right. not a hit. It was not a hit. It was on the Lover album. And the song was released. It was on the Cruel Summer was on the Hot 100 for about two weeks in 2019. Mm-hmm. But if you remember around that time... Me had come out that year as well. Yeah, with her and Brendan Yuri. It's on the same album. And You Need to Calm Down was released right around that time. Mm-hmm. Those hits were not big hits for Taylor Swift, at least on the radio. Correct. And it even says here, Cruel Summer had little or no radio support. I can confirm that. In fact, a little sidebar here. And when I think back on this it's almost amazing to think about right now. But I remember being in a meeting with a boss of mine. And this would have had to have been either in the fall of 2019 or in the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. where we had done something, a segment that was Taylor Swift centric. It was all about Taylor Swift. Okay. And he had a problem with it. He's like, our audience doesn't care about Taylor Swift anymore. He's like, Taylor Swift's audience has now aged. The younger audience doesn't care about Taylor Swift. Ooh, I bet he's eating his words now. He's retired now. <laughs> well. He's not even in radio anymore. Well. When I, I vividly remember that conversation. And when I think about that now, that's amazing. And it makes sense to me because radio was not supporting Taylor Swift and Cruel Summer in 2019. Isn't that fascinating? It is fascinating. But the song, Cruel Summer, had a little bit of momentum. The fans were kind of clamoring for it. But then what happened every to shut the whole world down? The Co- pandemic. COVID happened. And that put a stop to everything. It put a stop to promoting anything. Right. Obviously, Taylor couldn't tour. And then she had the Evermore album, which was dropped in December of 2020. Uh-huh. And then Folklore, right? Yeah, that came out. When did that come out? I thought Folklore came out first. See, I might, I must have missed that in my cramming session. See if that... Folklore came out in 2020. Okay. And then Evermore also came out in 2020. So Taylor had other things to promote and other songs that needed to be released. Right. And Cruel Summer just kind of fell through the cracks. Now, the Eras Tour began, what, in March of this year. 
And that's when Taylor started performing Cruel Summer on the tour. And she even said during one of her shows, she said, Cruel Summer was my pride and joy on the Lover album. She's not, she said, she said this at the Pittsburgh show. I'm not trying to blame the global pandemic that we had, but that is something that stopped Cruel Summer from ever becoming a single. It's so true. And I remember, um, when her Eras tour started and into the early months of it, everyone that went to the Eras tour would post the TikTok of um, them belting out the bridge. I'm drunk in the back of the car and I cry like a baby coming home from the bar. Oh, and so that started to go viral, viral, viral. And I think the TikTok sensation of it also yeah. propelled it forward. That's so interesting. It's fascinating. To yeah, me. it really is. And I think that we... I think what if this was an exam, what what did I get a B for cramming on oh, this? I, yeah, I, I actually would give you probably a B plus. You forgot <laughs> the Evermore or the Folklore album came out before Evermore. But that was the only little hiccup. The evolution of a hit song. Uh, there you go. In about 20 minutes. All right. So we are the Q Morning Show. We have a Cleveland confessional on the way here. It has been a very difficult year for Danielle and Menor. And... She wants to confess something that stems from all of that. Something going on in her her world right now. The Cleveland Confessional is next on the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. You said forever, now I drive alone past your street. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. We are jumping right into this, going to Menor to talk to Danielle. Danielle, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead with your confession. Yeah, um... I want to confess about, uh, I know my mom has a new boyfriend, but I'm just not ready for her to date right now. Okay. Your mom is ready to date again, but you are not ready for her to date. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Explain that. Yeah. What's the backstory? Yeah. I mean, not to be a total downer, but uh, my dad passed away about six months ago now. Um, and it was a while coming, you know, like he had been sick for a long time. So we were mentally prepared, I guess, but I don't know. Six months just feels still kind of soon. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that. I mean, yeah. even if you were prepared, I'm sure that's devastating. Yeah. I mean, it was just really tough all around. And like I said, that just half a year just feels, I don't know, still kind of sudden. Yeah. I'm really sorry, Danielle. You sound young to me and I'm guessing your dad went too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm 22, and he was only 52. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Danielle. That's horrible. Yeah. So, like I said, just with everything going on and, like, holidays coming up and stuff, like, I was just kind of shocked that my mom had already started dating, much less, like, just specifically only dating one person, you know? And that has to be hard because I'm sure you as a daughter, you want your mom to be happy. But at the same time, you're going through a grieving process and certain things might trigger an emotional response out of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thought of my mom being with someone else is so hard. And like you said, like, I, I obviously want her to be happy. Right. Like, but I'm feeling like I'm having a really hard time getting a handle of my emotions, if that makes sense. How did you find out about the new boyfriend? Like, is this a secret that she was hiding from you? 
I I don't want to say hiding necessarily, but I guess like hiding by omission. Like I still live at home uh, just because he was so sick. And towards the end there, I just moved back home after graduating. And like um, she's just been going out a lot more lately, I noticed. And she's always like, oh, it's just dinner with the girls or she'll make up some other excuse like my older sister. But then my older sister was like, well, mom's actually been seeing someone that she met online. And you've not said anything to your mom about it? No, I mean, I just, I don't want to make her feel bad. I mean, she absolutely deserves to, like, feel happiness and to feel wanted. And, I mean, again, 50 is still young, in my opinion. Like, that feels like you still have a lot of life left ahead of you. But I'm just really struggling with it. And I don't know if I can really keep it in because, like, it's going to explode eventually. Yeah, you don't want to suppress your emotions for sure. Yeah, yeah, you get it. I mean, so how do I even address that? Like, how do I even tell her, like, I'm not ready for her to start dating again? Because I know that sounds so selfish and very negative. Yeah, Danielle, I don't even know how to talk to you right now. I know. I, I really don't. Because at first, I did have that initial reaction. It's like, well, it's not about you, Danielle. It's it's about your mom and her happiness. And again, I'm sorry about your dad. I lost my dad. Um, a few years ago now, but he was 82 and I would love my mom to start dating again. I think that would be great. She could be the golden bachelorette, <laughs> but I, she has no desire to do it. I don't think. And she still misses my dad every day. And, and from your standpoint, Danielle, and I want to be very empathetic to what you're feeling and what you're going through right now, because you lose your dad at such a young age and I'm sure you're thinking about milestones that you're going to miss out on. Have him walk you down the aisle someday or grandkids and things like that. And and so yeah. I know this has to be equally tough on you. Yeah. That's why I say I have no idea how to talk you through this. I know. And it's like one of those things where you don't throw this out to Cleveland, hoping that someone who went through the same thing can help you because it's like, you don't want that club, you know, more or less, but at the same time, that's why we're here, you know, because I'm sure somebody that's listening has gone through this, whether it's a mother who went through it with her daughter or a daughter who's in a same situation as you. Let's open it up right now. So we can hear from those people. And can relate better than I can. Yeah. At least. And maybe can help you out a little bit on how to navigate this. 216-474-0104. The Cleveland Confessional. It's Q104. Oh, but instead I only wish you the best. Q104. Morgan and Bill on the Cleveland Confessional this morning. Danielle in Menor called up. It has been a very difficult year for Danielle and her family. Uh, Danielle lost her dad in the last six months. And in that time, her mom has started dating again. Yes, but the mom doesn't know that Danielle knows. And Danielle is struggling to navigate her emotions. You know, her terminology about it was, I'm not ready for my mom to start dating. You know, I still have all of this grief that I'm trying to work through, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't know how to talk to her mom about it because of course, Danielle wants her mom to be happy, but it's triggering an emotional response out of her. That is not good for Danielle. It's a really tough spot to be in. We thought we'd get some tremendous advice from the people that listen to the show. And I think that's going to be the case. Let's start with Sarah and Amherst. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. 
What did you think about confessional? What What do you want to tell Danielle? Uh, I went through this five years ago when I was 23. I lost my mom when she was 50. And I have no siblings. I only have my dad. And um, my mom and dad were divorced, but my dad always considered my mom his soulmate. And he started uh, going out on, like, just very casual dates. And I didn't have a problem with it because um, I knew it was a coping mechanism. And um, I I just kind of let it go because it didn't really bother me. I knew it wasn't going to turn into something serious. But I think when somebody goes through something like that, they're grasping for straws. And they're trying to do everything they can to not feel lonely. And I think right now is a time where everything is very raw and emotional. And her mom is probably just seeking some comfort in this. Mm -hmm. And my advice would be to uh, talk to her mom openly and honestly, because um, if you hold it in, it's just going to get worse. The first year after losing a parent, especially at a young age, is the worst and then it kind of becomes normal um you learn to live life without them but i can definitely relate to how she's feeling and i want her to know that she's not alone um there are so many kids that are like our age that have lost a parent and it's going to be hard but she's going to get through it thank you sarah i appreciate your perspective this morning great advice and i'm sorry that that you lost your dad so soon mom i think Oh, I'm sorry, Mom. It was uh, Caitlin for Vermillion is on the line right now. Caitlin, it was you lost your dad too soon. Is that right? Yeah. Um, in November of 2021, I was 23 years old, and my dad passed away. I'm sorry. Uh, my mom is. She was only um, 51 at the time. Um. So my my sister and I both really strongly encouraged her to start dating because I I really wanted to think about it from her shoes. She just lost her best friend and the person she spent every waking moment with. And I can't imagine being so alone and having the rest of your life. I mean, when you're 50, you're only like halfway through your life. And so we really encouraged her to get out there and find someone else because we didn't want to see her be alone. And it was hard for her at first because she didn't want to replace my dad. Mm-hmm. But I think the key is that everybody has to think of it differently. You're not replacing the person that was before. You're just trying to fill the emptiness. How's your mom doing now? She's actually doing really well. She uh, dated somebody for about six months. That relationship just ended. But for Christmas, we bought her tickets to a speed dating event in Cleveland. <laughs> I love that. So she went to that this weekend, and she had a lot of fun. Did that, wor- that work out for her? Yeah. I didn't think they did. I didn't I think they still that. did speed dating these days. I love that. That's great. Thank you, Caitlin, for uh, for calling in this morning. Thank you. Happy holidays to you. Oh, yeah, I know it's tough to talk about, but I yeah. think we really did get some good stuff for Danielle. You know, look for the joy in things in in whatever way that you can right now. I agree. Yeah, it was tough, but I think it was important for us to uh, to get it out there. So thank you, everyone, for uh, for chiming in on the Cleveland Confessional. What do we have coming up? 
We, Hollywood dirt sheet. We do have that. We also have a chance for you to win a $300 shopping spree to Legacy Village. That's going to happen during Battle of the Burbs right around 7.50. You've got Q104 this morning. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, Battle of the Burbs. In less than 10 minutes, let's get into a Hollywood dirt sheet, though, right now with Morgan. Vanderpump Rules Season 11 is coming. We got the premiere date yesterday. Season 11 will follow last season's cheating scandal, the Scandaval, including Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox, and Rachel Levis. Returning cast members include Sandoval, Maddox, Lisa Vanderpump, while Levis will not be returning, but she is launching her podcast, Rachel Goes Rogue. Uh, This season's trailer hinted at plenty of drama, including a potential love triangle involving Tom Schwartz and his ex-wife Katie Maloney and another woman. Season 11 of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules premieres on January 30th of 2024. Taylor Swift donates a million dollars to fund helping Tennessee tornado victims. Tay has donated a million bucks to the Tennessee Emergency Response Fund at the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. The singer attended high school in the Nashville area and still has her offices and a home there. The area was hit by a string of tornadoes over the weekend that left at least six people dead and dozens more injured. I am going to DM Taylor Swift. And say, I have no idea if she'll see it or read it, but I'm going to say, Taylor, it would be awesome if you would call up during Friday's <laughs> request-a-thon. request-a-thon. Re- request whatever. So- it could be one of your songs, Cruel Summer. could be any song that you want. I mean, a million bucks. Right. It would be great to, if she would even donate, I don't know, a 10, dollar, 10,000 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Be so happy. Raising money for the Cleveland Food Bank. Uh, this Friday. And the Golden Globe nominees were announced yesterday. Barbie and Oppenheimer lead the pack when it comes to movie nominations. Oppenheimer has eight. Barbie has nine. In TV, HBO's hit Succession led all nominees with nine nods for its fourth chapter. The 81st annual show will air on CBS and stream on Paramount Plus on January 7th. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. We're coming back with a chance for you to win a $300 shopping spree to Legacy Village. Battle of the Burbs is next. I love radio because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> In no 
Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. It's the Battle of the Burbs, 12 Days of Christmas, brought to you by Legacy Village. This is going to be fun. Let's meet our contestants first. Amber from North Ridgeville. Welcome in, Amber. Hello. You're going to be taking on Heather in West Park, also a graduate of North Ridgeville High School. You guys both went to the same high school. (laughs) Yay! You graduated probably 10 years apart, but that's okay. We checked on that. You guys probably didn't have class together, but this will be fun. Let's play Battle of the Burbs. All right, Amber and Heather, your name is your buzzer. It's a best of five question challenge. Here we go with question number one. Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval are known as the Toms on what reality TV show? Heather. Heather? Uh, Vanderpump Rules. That is correct. Question number two. What American singer-songwriter, known for her album Jagged Little Pill, dominated... Heather? Heather? Planet Morissette. That is correct. Okay, Heather could win the game with this next question. Amber, you have to get this question right um, to stay alive in the game. Question number three. What popular Nintendo console was released in 2006 featuring motion-sensing controllers? Amber. Heather. Amber? Um, we? We is correct. Heather is ahead right now, two to one. Question number four. Which animated film featuring a blue hedgehog was released in 2020? Amber. Heather. Amber? Sonic is correct. We're tied two to two. It all comes down to this final question. Two NFL teams have gone 0-16 in the past. Name one of them. Heather. Heather for the win? The Browns. The Browns. I mean, you couldn't have said Detroit. That's another answer. Detroit Lions. Bill was shaking his head when I read that question. Well, there were two things there. That was the... uh, I mean, we're bringing up the negativity there with the Browns. <laughs> I don't want to do that when we're having this epic Brown season. But also, Heather, on your speakerphone. In a train. What the heck? Like she's on the Polar Express right now, it sounds like. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm no, just in my car. Oh, you're, no, you're fine. fine. You're fine. But, oh, my gosh, that was driving me nuts. I couldn't <laughs> wait for the game to be over. You won, Heather. Congratulations. Yeah, we got to hang up on you now, though, because, oh, my gosh. No, Heather, don't go anywhere. We need your info first. Oh, that's right. Hang on. That's because I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. So I DM Taylor Swift because I heard this morning in Morgan's Hollywood Dirt that Taylor made a substantial donation to somebody. A million dollars um, to help the Tennessee uh, hurricane victims or tornado victims. Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, she is extremely generous with her money. She is. And she has made an extraordinary amount of money in 2023. So it's very nice to see that. Now, we are going to try to raise some money on Friday on this show. It is the Q104 Giant Eagle Request-a-thon. Yes. And it's going to start at 6 in the morning and... It's going to go until 6 p.m. Yep. at night. We're going to be here for 12 hours, baby. The, the entire time. And we're going to try to raise as much money as we can for the Cleveland Food Bank. And we're going to have a special number for you to call to request a song. You can also, well, I'll tell you this in a second uh, of how you can request that song. But I thought, hey, wouldn't that be cool if Taylor called up and requested a song? Yeah. 
and made super a, cool. Made a donation to the Cleveland Food Bank. Yeah. Uh, so I DM'd her. Because you hear about this stuff all the time where she will see something on social media, like on YouTube or something like that, and she'll reach out to somebody and make a donation. Yeah. Who knows? I'm shooting my shot. And I said that right in the, the, the email here, or the DM. It says, hi, Taylor. We are shooting our shot right now as we have no idea if you'll ever see this. Our radio morning show is hosting an all-day request-a-thon this Friday, December 15th, from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. If you want to call up and request a song, please call 216-474-0104 during that time. Quick sidebar. On Friday, that's not the number to call. I mean, you can call and reach us on that number, but that's not the number to call uh, to request your song on Friday. There's going to be a different song. We'll get to that on Friday. Uh, I said, only one catch. You have to make a donation to the Greater Cleveland Food Bank. <laughs> there it is. And then I said, and I like to put this stuff in here. I'll explain why in a second. And I said, and we promise we won't ask you any questions. You just request a song and we'll play it. Thanks, Taylor. Sorry we missed you on the Eras Tour this year, but maybe we will talk to you on Friday. Morgan and Bill. So I like to say that kind of stuff to kind of like, because I know, this is why artists don't call into our right. show or any radio show. They're like... They're from Cleveland. They're going to ask me about Travis. They're going to ask me about my Christmas plans with the Kelseys. They don't want to answer any of our stupid questions. And I get that. And so I'm perfectly fine with having Taylor Swift. Hey, Taylor, what's going (laughs) on? What song do you want to hear? All right. Merry Christmas to you. That's it. That's it. And then a donation to the Greater Cleveland Food Bank. How awesome would that be? Amazing. So that's going to be on Friday. You can be just like Taylor Swift. And you can call up and request a song. Uh, and you, again, uh, there will be a special number that we'll have for you on Friday. But also, if you want to get it in right now, just go to Q104.com. There's an online form that you can fill out. You can make a donation to the Greater, uh, Greater Cleveland Food Bank and request your song right there. And we'll have it ready for you yes. on Friday when we get started. Very exciting. Morgan is very interested now that she is a married woman. It's her first it's her first Christmas as a married woman. Yeah. And she wants to start a new tradition. I have with to, David. right? I think so. I think it's a great idea. We're going to get into your Christmas traditions next on the Q Morning Show. Four, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. We're getting into holiday traditions right now because Morgan wants to start a new tradition this holiday season, specifically for Christmas. Yes. It is her first Christmas as a married woman with David. What are you guys thinking of? Well, it's not we. It's what I'm thinking of because... David doesn't care. He doesn't care about doing a tradition? <laughs> no, I mean, we just haven't like sat down and talked about it. But you know me, I'm the queen of Christmas. I love it. I want all the trees. I want all the lights. I want Christmas traditions with myself and my new husband-to-be. So the easiest one that I've been thinking of lately is getting matching Christmas pajamas for me and David. Okay, I've heard of that one. Open them on Christmas Eve. Wake up in the morning, put them on, make some cinnamon rolls, whatever. When I tell you, I cannot find adult matching Christmas pajamas anywhere. Hmm. I'm serious. It's so bad. Like even if you walk into Target or Kohl's? Literally went to both places yesterday. And it's like, if they have my size... They don't have David's size in the matching. Or if they have David's size, they don't have my size in the matching. I even tried to order some online. 
and everything is sold out on those websites online. So I'm really struggling and I feel like my first Christmas tradition with my new husband is going to be ruined because I can't find any matching freaking pajamas. Well, obviously there are a lot of families, couples that use the same holiday tradition. The Christmas pajamas? That's why they're sold out. I was sitting there wondering if you did. No, not pajamas. Do you do any Christmas? Uh, Yeah, ours isn't big, but our tradition in our family is every single year, and this is not unique either, but we always buy a new ornament for the tree that commemorates something from the past year. Oh, that's cute. Whether it's a vacation that we took or... You know, like a couple of years ago, I mean, we literally have an ornament that has a mask inside of it to commemorate 2020. It's the COVID oh, year. Gosh. I was like, why a mask? I've like suppressed it from my memory. And this year, actually, I just I we just got it in the mail the other day. This year's ornament. It is the four of us and we're sitting around a fire pit. And that commemorates the fact that we put a fire pit in the backyard, which is <laughs> the only exciting thing that has happened to our family this year because I we like didn't take it. a vacation. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so we do ornaments. 216-474-0104. couple things here. I guess if you have a suggestion for Morgan on how to find some Christmas pajamas, Please. she would appreciate that. But maybe someone would have a suggestion for a different, um, a different uh, tradition for you. Yeah. Because like I'm not, it's not like I only want to do the Christmas pajamas. Yeah. It's just the easiest one, I think. Yeah. So what is your Christmas tradition that you do with the family? You know, and maybe it's an unusual tradition that you want to share with us. Like you roast a pig on Christmas Eve or something like that. <laughs> or you have a Nerf gun fight. I don't yeah. know what it is. 216-474-0104. Good morning. Q104, Morgan and Bill. We're talking about holiday traditions right now. Morgan's looking for one. Her first idea is to do matching Christmas pajamas. Yeah, it's my first Christmas as a married woman. I want to make it special for myself and David. But she has had some difficulty finding said pajamas. I can't find Christmas pajamas anywhere, even online. Everyone's sold out. Katie from Akron might have a suggestion. Katie, good morning. Hi, guys. What hey, is um... Yeah. So, Morgan, go to thechildrensplace.com, and I know that it sounds like something you would do as a parent, which you will. Believe me, you will. But um, (laughs) they do family jammies, and they're super cute. And I think they might even have some that are, like, not really Christmassy, but adult-sized that are, like, bride and groom, which I think would be sort of cute for you this year. Don't quote me on that. I don't remember exactly what I saw there because I've looked, like, lots of places. But the other place that might have them is Old Navy, which I... You know, people are on the fence about Old Navy sizing, but, um, you know, it's a good place to buy from. I have gone to Old Navy and I've run into the same issue where it's like online. Yeah. Online, too. Everything is sold out in the specific sizes that I need. It's rough out there, but Mm. I haven't tried the children's place. So I'll try that. Check it out. Have you thought about uh, Victoria's Secret? No. They sell men's clothes at Victoria's Secret? I was just thinking David might appreciate your Christmas pajamas this year. What did we say about that? Oh, actually, we said the guys aren't supposed to buy it for you, so I guess. If you get it, it's totally fine. No, I want, like, flannel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want long-sleeve flannels. I want, like, a onesie bunny suit. There will be no Victoria's Secret in my household. Here's what you should do, and this would be funny. 
put some flannel PJs inside a Victoria's Secret box yeah. and let David open it up. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I love that idea. Oh, uh, let's gosh. see. I think Missy is listening right now. Or is it Missy or Nicole? And nobody's there. They oh, just they hung, hung up, up anyway. <laughs> They're like, I don't, I'm not oh, talking to man. these morons. She had a great um, Christmas tradition. She said that she put lottery tickets in the Christmas tree. Oh, I like that. And it was like a present on Christmas Day where you would scratch off the different lottery tickets that were ornaments throughout the year, I guess. Also a great gift idea for your boss, I believe. Oh, lottery tickets? Lottery tickets. Oh, yeah. Our previous boss got me a lottery ticket every single year. My previous boss and my grandpa. Every yeah. year, lottery ticket. It's a it's a great gift for somebody that you work with that you don't know really know what to get them. So just get them lottery tickets. That works. All right. Anything else? You know how to reach us. 216-474-0104. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill on Q104. We're talking holiday traditions. We're talking Christmas PJs. Heidi from Columbia Station is on the line right now. Heidi, good morning. Good morning. Do you have a holiday tradition you wanted to share with us? Yeah, we would go to a family's house in the evening, and then when we get home, we would put together um, a casserole dish, so this, you know, eggs, sausage, uh, bread, and get it all ready and covered in foil. And then the next morning when we got up to do gifts, we would pop it in the um, oven so that we had breakfast when gifts were done, and it was all ready, but we had fun putting it together the night before. You like that idea? You want me to cook something? That's supposed to be edible? It's just a casserole. Casseroles are hard. I swear, it's pretty simple. You literally put in, uh, I don't know how many pieces of bread. I think it's six pieces of bread, a handful of eggs, some cooked sausage, and cover it with foil. It's pretty simple. You can't go wrong. Promise. Can I just make my Christmas bark? What's that? <laughs> Can we have chocolate? Yeah. Oh, What's that? My I'm Christmas sorry. bark that I brought you and your family? Oh, your Christmas bark. That's yes. right. I misunderstood what you said. <laughs> well, yeah. You could make Christmas bark if but, you want to. I'd prefer breakfast casserole. Yeah, that's not, that's not breakfast. Your, your candy is I not breakfast. I feel like this is getting too... You're requiring too much of me right now, Bill. That's too much pressure. Like, can I just get the pajamas? My mom used to make the, the casserole. Every night, she but she called it the breakfast bake. The breakfast bake. And then we'd open up our gifts. She's like, who's ready for the breakfast bake? <laughs> I like it. Hey, I'll look on Pinterest. I'll look on TikTok. <laughs> I'm sure there's one that I can make out there. I have to believe in myself. Yeah, and again, breakfast is ready for you right there in the, right there in the morning. I was thinking cinnamon rolls. I would crush a cinnamon roll right about now. I think that's fine, too. Uh, Hollywood Dirt Sheet on the way next. What are you working on, Morgan? Probably something about Taylor Swift. Let's just be honest. Isn't it always about Taylor Swift? We love her around here. Sure do. It's Q104. Dua Lipa. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. All things entertainment right now. Let's jump into a Hollywood dirt sheet. Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer is now her longest leading radio songs chart number one. So the song is her biggest number one on Billboard's radio songs chart, holding the top spot for seven weeks total so far. The song originally appeared on her 2019 album, Lover, and reached number one on the radio songs chart on October 7th. So four years later, it's finally getting the love it deserved. The renewed interest and Cruel Summer came after Taylor Swift performed it on her Eras tour. 
Vanderpump Rules Season 11 has revealed its premiere date. The season follows last season's cheating scandal, Scandaval, involving Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox, and Rachel Levis. Returning cast members include Sandoval, Maddox, and Lisa Vanderpump, while Levis will not be returning, but instead launching her own podcast, Rachel Goes Rogue. The season's trailer hints at plenty of drama, including a potential love triangle involving Tom Schwartz, his ex-wife Katie Maloney, and another woman. Season 11 of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules premieres on January 30th. And Zac Efron thanks Matthew Perry at his Walk of Fame ceremony. So Zac Efron is the latest to be honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And when it came time for his acceptance speech, he filled it with thank yous for fellow cast members, past and present, family and friends, and late co-star and friend Matthew Perry, who was in the movie 17 again with him. Here is Zac Efron giving Matthew Perry some love. It was so much fun, and it really did propel me and motivate me uh, in, in so many ways. It, it really pushed me into the next chapter of my career. And for, for that, thank you so much, Matthew. Uh, thinking about you a lot today. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life. Real Cleveland. Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.